book five begins with a familiar scene. We see a young Cyrix, a young Ferrum along the lakeside as flashes of green light come and tackle Cyrix. Ferrum rushes for her weapon and then charges at the creatures and the creatures in turn target Ferrum. An explosion of green energy out of Cyrix and those creatures are gone. Ferrum's gone and Cyrix lay unconscious on the grass. The time begins to rewind. We find the green blurs slowly depart back over the lake in reverse and they go through the forest and as they move deeper and deeper into the forest everything is covered in strange funguses and all the plants and trees and animals and pixies and other fake creatures look sick the deeper we get into the forest. In today's world, in the world of where the PCs are right now, we know what this is, but at the time they didn't. From that day, the dark light began slowly taking over the Fangwood and other parts of other parts of Galarian. Uh, it reached its way to Verasia, where Cyrix was. Greg had some fun with it. In parts of the Fangwood right now, the blight completely changed the way of life of the people. And at the center of this blight is a massive palace that lays home to the people who are controlling the blight. A dryad sits on a twisted throne with a smile across her face as she strokes a, a blade. And she's kind of whistling a tune. I've got the dryad song, Gwendolyn. They'll never rule the throne again. This week on This Galarian Live, the group finds out the next step in the war versus the Iron Fae. I told you there was a, a tall, dark, and handsome stranger. Oh god, it's Galarian, tall, dark, and handsome. I think he's tall, dark, and horrifying. They're forced to make travel arrangements. You can't uh, properly ride a horse if you've had more than three of them. I fly. I will be just fine, Teresa. <laughs> Smashing into a tree, a tree branch. They say their goodbyes. Also, I'm not technically here unless you come get me. Oh but... no, we're yelling very loudly. I'm upstairs with my son. Let's stop in for some errands. Does Theo have to be there? In fact, he could be dead again if he wants. No. All of this was for naught. But what awaits them in the not-so-distant future? Cyrix left me for no reason other than her own personal vagina. Like, <laughs> her own personal vagina. Uh, Listen to find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to This Galarian Life for our 115th installment. We are officially done with our heist interlude. We hope you enjoyed the little twists and turns there at the end, and we hope even more that you're ready for us to begin the process of starting Book 5 of the Iron Fang Invasion AP. This week is all about setting up the story and tying up maybe some loose ends. While editing it, I I thought this was one of our uh, funnier episodes, so hopefully you all think so too. Don't have a whole lot to say, so just check out all of our information in the description below. Follow us on those sites. Shoot us emails, tweets, Facebook messages, whatever you want. Uh, Check us out on Patreon if you feel so inclined. But other than that, we don't really have anything to say. So let's just jump right into the episode. Presenting episode 115, The Five People You Leave in Crocodon. You all have been summoned to Carburton Lightenbrand's office for perhaps the final time. You're sitting around as Carburton comes in and says... Well, I've got news. I don't know if it's good news or bad news, but it is news and it will perhaps advance our quest and 
maybe be a solution to ending this war. Okay, sounding good so far. Oh, before I've done, I've been in these damn libraries for, no, what is it, two, three weeks at this point, and have made some very interesting discoveries. My my path to the Onyx Key and all of the literature that was hidden about it uh, has brought me some interesting insights. Uh, before I tell you specifically about the key, and interrupt me, obviously, if you have any questions, I need to tell another story. And, like, some, like, bullshit Ed Sheeran, like, fantasy songs is playing in the background, like that one song in the Hobbit movies. And when Crocodiles first found it, as seems obvious to most uh, founding civilizations, the dwarves of that day went out and explored the countryside looking for allies and those who might not want to ally with them. Uh, and they made their way as far north as the outer reaches of the Fangwood Forest. And when I say outer reaches, I mean the backside in the center of the forest, far past the forts you all encountered in your earlier days. They stumbled across a massive, beautiful, pristine palace. They enter the palace and find what the writers of the day uh, referred to as one of the most beautiful creatures these men had ever seen. Have any of you ever heard of Lady Gwendolyn, the Glastig Queen of the Fae? Would that be a local chick? Uh, nature. Nature. I don't even know her. Do <laughs> <laughs> well, I look like a ranger? Not that kind of ranger. Ah, uh, of course you wouldn't know. What do you oh, mean, I... of course we wouldn't know? I rolled a that's, 29. That's kind of rude, rude comment. That's uh-huh. what's written in the book. Oh, of course you would know. Uh, Gwendolyn is a, a glass dig, a mighty fey creature. Ancients beyond even even our ken. Clan first made documented contact with her more than 700 years ago. Ancestors heard of a great eruption of Drothskar's crag in Andoran. And, of course, we worried for our own city's safety, so we heard tell of this Earth Princess who would sway, who held sway over the fractions of the Fae and the Fangwood. Gwendolyn apparently communed with the land, and whether she tamed it or simply confirmed its stable intentions, I can't say, but she gave us invaluable peace of mind during a trying time, and what's more, she... Apparently cemented a real alliance between my kin and the Fangwood Fae. She even crafted a gift for my people, a golden rod that they could use to part the trees and call the forest fae to their aid. Should we ever find ourselves in need, we could use it, and they or she would come. So for 80 years, Krogadon and Gwendolyn's fae basked in friendship. Well, well, until that evil dryad... Her name is Arlantia, loosed her corruption on the world. It is a source of terrible and excusable shame that we have failed our ally for all these years since. Even her name has been lost to most dwarves. It's in the most obscure text that I could even find mention of her. I do... I found bits of a journal from a soldier who's driven mad, uh, going on a bit of a rescue mission to rescue Gendowin from Arlantia. All the champions except for this one were, that were dispatched never returned from that accursed place. And of course she returned so twisted and hobbled. She only survived three days after. Oh my. Eventually we settled for containing Arlantia's corruption with a network of runestones. Those even have failed thanks to um, how would you put it? Human tampering? Human? What are you trying to say? When Nermothi built Nermothos, uh, certain <clears throat> freedoms were allowed, and uh, as civilization cities were built, uh, some of our runestones were displaced, but that's neither here nor there. Malthun did it. Perhaps. That's wildly presumptuous, though correctly, likely. So now we cannot even contact Gendowin, let alone find her. 
this dark light brought on by our Lancia twist magics, especially divinations and conjurations. The only dwarven warrior to return crawled back bearing a lock of the earth goddess's hair. And with powerful divinations through that, we learned she was alive somewhere beneath the earth, but we have long since run out of hair to use as a focus for our divinations. So she seems lost to time in the forest, somewhere under the forest covered in the blight. I assume none of you have been to the blighted part of the forest. I've never been, but Greg did. That sounds uh, awful. It, they, it's, it was. It, they hobbled his leg. <clears throat> Laura, didn't you tell us once that that dragon that killed your husband was meddling in some type of uh, what's the dragon's name? Research. Izzy Bark, I believe. Yeah, Izzy Bark. Yes, there was a there was a evil hobgoblin druid. Uh, she was doing something with the black dragon. And they were, they were corrupting, uh, the. they were furthering along the corruption using druidic magic and whatever black dragons do. Supposedly it had a mate, if I remember, deeper in the forest. Uh, I won't lie, it's the Blight's terrible nature almost defies words. It's said that in the blighted depths, the living bodies of fey and careless travelers grow into sickly tree trunks, mushrooms, fungus that not your brain. Hideous and maddening laughter echoes from every direction. Magic sometimes can malfunction or doesn't even work at all there, and almost everything is wrapped in ways that defy logic. Oh, of course magic doesn't work there. This is from the book. I am not. Yeah, no, this is clear homophobia by a GM, <laughs> but continue onward. Well, from a... a <laughs> <laughs> the Black Paizo did this. I can send you. I'm calling I didn't even know I fucked with magic until I started reading this tonight. Uh, wow! Black- wow. <laughs> nice. I see you take this podcast seriously. <laughs> get, his, get his ass! Actually, you know what, Derek? You didn't tell me that, which means that I let people use magic in the one shot, which means that you purposely did. No, that's different. That's, that's, a, sanct- that's a sanctuary for magic. Psychic magic, and William's character has never casted a spell. All right, so like, okay, well, not one that worked. So I'm I'm gonna give you a little bit of insight into this because, you know, reasons. Uh, so the blight is like functions like a disease, mm-hmm. and if you get it, then that like gives you like spell failure chances. Oh, it's not oh. like it it's turns not out like cancel no... culture was about to go too far. That's well, it's it okay because you brought a cleric. Can blight be got rid of with a simple spell? Oh, well, I, 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 I no, no. Uh, <laughs> the blighted forest will test your every soul. And I believe that you, my friends, might be the only one strong enough to fight it for some reason. Uh, likely because you're a sack of shit. And the Malthuni, no, the Nermathon, no, Malthuni leaders are also terrible. And you two are terrible together. So you have to send us. Yes. And I'm going to steal so much gold from you by the end of it. Don't, don't, don't mind her. Don't mind her. She's just a little bit afraid of the spell blight. <laughs> Oh, yes. I hate spell failure. Just like failure of leadership in a government, right? And I gesture to that guy. <laughs> oh, I'd say he's been nothing but hospitable, but I think we're all Tell going through a lot of not stress. not his people, am I right? Petty? You're projecting. I have a facial peel Groupon burning a hole in my armor right now, and I think you need it. It's so nice. I really do. <laughs> I think a couple of cucumbers in those eyes, you'll feel 10 years younger. Oh, what it would be to be 17 again. Nobody laughs. pit that leader right now. <laughs> all right. Well, does, this, does all this make sense? Do you have any questions about what I've told you so far? Can we move on? I guess I do have one request for you, if that's okay. Uh-huh. Could you get me a scroll of plane shift? Nope, the stores are all sold out today, unfortunately. <laughs> How about this? Wait. How about this? If you don't want things to go very badly for me, and also that includes your gains in the future, could I please get a free plane shift scroll? What on earth do you need a plane shift scroll? Where oh, you- I don't know. It sounds like we're dealing with Fey bullshit. Laura, which Fey are from, and say it, that's right, the first the world, which is another plane. I don't. I don't have nature. I don't know what you're talking about. I, look, it's like this. Imagine, imagine you're in a room, and then you go to another room. It's like that, but way more complicated. And the, the doors to each room are are hard to get through. But sometimes you need a wrecking ball, and that is what plane shift is. 
It's been, I've had a long day. I'm sorry, King. I didn't mean to be rude I'm, that entire I'm, time. I'm just the archivist. I'm not the king. Wait, hold on. Let oh, me... then let me talk to the king. You're not at fault here. I thought you were the king. I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. Let me do a quick roll on something. Um, oh, the king died. That's why you have a failed leadership. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, with a spellcraft of... Uh, come on. Of nine, yeah, that checks out. That's how plane shift works. I, I can, I can put in a, a special order. We can see if we can get you a scroll. I'd be very appreciative. Um, but anyway. Oh, and by the way, she's gonna want that delivered in a suit of celestial armor, medium, please. I would. I just, I wanted to try on armor. Hopefully, it fits me. If it doesn't, well, I'll oh, find some use. I'll find some use for it. You know, know stores it. exist, right? No, they do. <laughs> yes. Stores well, here. We invented them yesterday, in fact. Well, how much are... money do we have? Real quick, real quick, out of character, if that's okay. I don't think no, we have no, much money. No fucking idea. We're broke as shit. I, why don't we have any money, Derek? Why do you hate us? I have to give you stuff almost all the time. Yeah, I'm Derek? pretty sure. Didn't we, we looted a bunch of shit in the end. Uh, you're your point, Derek. We do have a lot more money. I'll take it. Okay. So, we'll move on. Uh, and also... I'm still adding. No, you, I was joking. That's fine. Yeah. So, we'll... I'll make a special order for the scroll, I guess. Um, so do any of you have any other questions about what I've just said before we get into the meat? Yeah, what's going on right now? Oh, You've been here the whole time. We're being sent on a mission, Charlie. Yeah. You were kind of staring into the floor tiles for a little bit. Uh, right? Yeah, I'm, I, listen, I, I'm not feeling too good. Are you hungry again, or? I don't know, man. It's all right. Well, he's, let's not, he's, not horny. he's not horny. He's only horny when he's hungry. This is weird conversations you all are having in front of a dignitary. <laughs> I will say, Carburton, in our defense, we have seen the state of your tombs. I mean, that's right. only one of their tombs. Also, I do apologize, but we are adventurers. We are rather uncouth. Also, this one over here, I don't even know if he's immortal. He might be some kind of outsider disguise. He's too chaotic to be immortal. Anyway, uh, just to summarize, not so long ago. The Fangwood was dominated by a collective of Fae called the Accretial Court, ruled by Gendwin. Of course, they honored her as a goddess, but it was simply an honorific. Uh, she was powerful, but hardly divine. At least, that's what my research indicates. Regardless, my ancestors sought her counsel on matters of earth and seasons and all that other Fae garbage. And Arlantia once sat at Gendwin's right hand, and it was this Earth Goddess, it was, and it was the Earth Goddess's Crescent Port that was overthrown and perverted into the Dark Blight by Arlantia. Now well, here's a cruel twist of fate. Hmm. I did discover spells that would let me divine the location of the Onyx Key, and specifically the Sardonic Shard. The Sardonic Shard is somewhere within this cursed realm. I don't know why, precisely, and it is cloaked by the region's powerful corruption. But if you are willing to brave this terrible place, then this may be a blessing in disguise. I believe that Gendwin is too powerful to have been simply slain, and Arlantia is too vain to kill her, rather than keep her captive and gloat. Arlantia was a dryad once, so she must be bound to a tree somewhere in that foul forest. Your Sardonic Shard and Genwin are both likely held there, if you can find them. Freeing our esteemed Gendwin would put her into your debt, and as we dwarves can attest, Gendwin's kindness, kindness knows no bounds for those who she favors. Rescue her, friends. You may very well secure the might you need to wipe the Iron Fang Legion from the face of Galari. Oh, this is quite a turn of events, isn't it, folks? Yes. Charming news. Not really into this, but... Well, I suppose an evil was done and we can correct it, and in so doing, also stick one to the Iron Fang, which I have nothing against, of course. Well, not only stick one against the Iron Fang, but retrieve the artifact that allows them to keep working. Yes, we can you that... access to the Onyx Citadel. That's true. We could put that device to good use the world would. I don't think you would be able to, no. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Unless you want, want to send the demons to the Earth plane, 
and give them more ways to get other places. No, though. Demons need air, don't they? There's air in the Earth plane. How they much? Need air. Yeah, no. The Earth plane is just one big fucking boulder. No, it's got tunnels. It's not it's a like, boulder. It have... It's a rock. <laughs> <laughs> the pioneers like used to ride the Earth plane for miles. <laughs> God damn it. It's Rova Gugrain, the Earth Planner. Um, well, it certainly sounds like quite the quest, and I see nothing but benefits to doing it. I'm all for it, but if there's any apprehension from my team members, I, of course, will defer to them. Now, if you if you do, I can give you a couple days to think about this, but I will say part of the problem with the Dark Blight is it just constantly shifts landmarks and trails without warning. And potentially can trap people who are passing through it. Obviously, with your all's power and resources, this might not be the same as uh, trapping a, a commoner or an adept. But it, it does make finding things rather difficult. Further confounding this issue, areas overtaken by the Dark Blight become infused with energies of both the First World and Scythe the Sub's internal realm of Jeralu. What the fuck is that? I roll a religion check. Oh. Oh my god. I might actually know. Teresa, please. I don't do religion. Hold on. What? Uh, no. 35. Holy shit. Oh no. Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Scythe the Sub is more commonly known as the Prince of the Blasted. Or you Prince think- of the Blasted Heath. He's the demon lord of fungus and parasites, Derek. The lord of filth and pollution. Is this Tree Razor's daddy? He's the oldest demon in the abyss, currently. Holy shit. Uh, Oh, we gotta go. We have to go now. uh, And he's chaotic evil. Just like a centipede. Who is his favorite or sacred animal? He loves Uh, scimitars, moldy spiraling tentacles, and works on the beach. Anyway, yes. Tree Razor's son. <clears throat> no, uh, this is Tree Razor's dad. I don't like it. Anyway, these these energies are both from the chaos of the first world and the evil of the realm of Jarlu, uh, and they have been known to confuse divination spells like find the path or locate object. And well, we use it all the time. We're doomed. And others that require their target to be on the same plane. I believe if you can restore the runestones that the dwarves once erected, you might be able to calm these energies down long enough to be able to use one of these scrolls or one of these spells. We can obviously provide assistance with that. Be able to locate the Sardonic Shard. I've got notes and a map to the nearest set of runestones. And, I don't know, here's a scroll of locate object as well, I guess. But not uh, plane shift. I told you I have to special order it. <laughs> I would be expecting it. Of course, if you all have other solutions, then by all means, use what you're most comfortable with. Do you... I know, Miss Toller, you uh, were from an area directly outside of the Fangwood, uh, Fandar, I believe you said? Yes. Is there... Do you still have outposts nearby? There is actually a... Uh, there was an old ranger fort that turned into a town called New yeah. Colorsburg. We, uh, that's where we fought the dragon and the hobgoblin druid. All right, uh, well... It's a relatively... It's not a huge outpost, but, you know, it's the remnants of my town. I, I would say, if it were me, I would... Well, actually, Penny, have you been there? Oh, been where? It's New Tullersburg. Oh, that awful place. Uh, the leadership there I found was... <laughs> well, half of them are dead or missing. This is very important <laughs> to know. I, 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 that. I, people I really hate Look, they were friends with my husband, so I don't like them. That's all it was. I thought you liked Cyrix, though. What? Where'd you get that impression? Cyrix left me, Gina. For no reason. Other than her own personal vagina, like wins. <laughs> her own personal vagina. As as, as Teresa leans over to Laura, as Teresa leans over Laura, you think you should you think she made this to it right now? That might be a good place to travel to first, as it gives you a 
a place to teleport to quick. So whenever you all are ready to leave, uh, we can get your horses and whatnot, or I don't know what you want, but... No, you don't have a griffin cavalry unit. No, they ate a banana weird and we had to let them go. A little strange. <laughs> That's the dumbest shit Derek you've ever said. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, unless there's anything besides just, like, buying stuff or, like, stuff we can handle off air. So I guess you all settle into your rooms and you're going to leave in the morning. So you all are packing up uh, all your stuff. You guys kind of trashed this room that the prince is giving to you. That's, that's absolutely not true. We would not have trashed it. Yes, I may <clears throat> have a bomb under the bed I'm sitting. But there is pierogi grease everywhere, and you can't convince me. He has his own house. He's not sleeping in our crib. What you know of? Girls only, bitch. It's <laughs> a fair point. Charlie just sneaks in after you guys go to bed and lays on the floor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Charlie is not actually like a human or whatever he claims to be. He's got to be like a protean that's like somehow. Been polymorphed. <laughs> oh man, I'm just a simple pierogi salesman. I don't know what you're talking about. That is what a protean would say. Uh, so you, so you wake up and look, I'm just a man who loves his protean. I mean pierogies. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that was the dumbest shit. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you wake up and pack all your stuff and get ready to go. Uh, what are you all talking about before you leave? Sure, I'm having a bit of a morning wine. Did anybody want to join me? It is our last day in Kragadon. And we know how we feel about dwarves, which is really neutral. But, uh, they <laughs> Some are okay. They make wine. No, they're all good. Except, well, except um, that prince. But... Oh, <laughs> Great hammer seems fine. <laughs> yes, seems fine, but really fine, Teresia. Would you lead better than him? I lack the experience, so likely not. Uh, I, I hold you either in too high regard or him in too low regard. It can be both, <laughs> Penny. That's not count that out. Oh, unlikely. I've never wrong twice in one sentence. <laughs> As we're getting slosh on a box of wine. I got to say, this wine, having it, oh, a box of wine in the morning. No, Penny, you can't you can't uh, properly ride a horse if you've had more than three of them. I have fly. I will be just fine, Teresia. I may veer left or right, but that's okay. <laughs> Smashing into a tree, a tree branch. Gina uh, <laughs> def- definitely joins you for this uh, morning charade. <laughs> Gina, Gina, hello. Can I tell you a secret, Gina? Sure, sure. What's your secret, Penny? Secret. I'm is- drunk. I. <laughs> I followed you to your husband. Which which time? Oh, uh, God, he was awful. Uh, That time. Um, No, I I was the old lady. Do you remember that? There was an old lady who came in. Oh, yeah. I I thought something was up, but I just figured, you know. He pulled me in and he started doing psychiatric stuff, and I instantly knew why you left him. Yeah, here's the thing. Um... I will kill him for you, yes. No, I talked to him yesterday. Alimony? You don't need alimony. More like mercenary work with the potential to reunite my marriage. That sounds adventurous. Mercenary work. Yeah, so obviously there's some stuff going on. Well, we're not really mercenaries, we're adventurers. Yeah, but for me, like, look, I'm going to be honest with all y'all for just a second. I left Kragadon a while ago. You know, I I left my marriage, I left my family, threw it all away. I figured I would go and try and find find something real and travel the world. I was always always jealous of my nephew, you know. Actually worked in the mob all over the place. Figured I'd try and do something like that. Then I find out that he died, and honestly I'm just ready to come back home. Like I love all of you, but you've you've really taught me that sometimes you gotta you gotta do what's right and fight for something and, and I wanna make sure that Cry on is safe. That's not what I taught you at all, Gina. Last time someone left me, I think it was on bad terms. And I don't want that this time. I have you for the morning. So we're gonna finish this box of wine. Absolutely. I would 
I would love to. And how about you uh, pop open that blouse and give us all some cigarettes? Here we go. Time for the cigarettes. <laughs> One last time. Let's <laughs> <laughs> smoke a titsing. One last time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Teach how to all... say goodbye. I know you don't smoke, Laura. Yes, this is all very touching. I think I'm going to go finish packing. Nods to everyone. She's not the kind of wine drunk we are. Drunk, but, uh... Well, we're, for, for this morning, we're going to be drunks, even uh, though I am a Dan. Actually, Penny, I have bad news. Remember how every morning I wake up and cast to lay poison on us? We won't um, be drunk until 2 p.m. Oh, is that why we drank three boxes of wine? <laughs> we're going to be... We, we may well die once the spell wears off. <laughs> the spell will be delayed the cast... Oh, <laughs> We've really worked ourselves into one this time, Petty. Well, we, need, we need to keep track of time, and then right before it's about to happen, just make camp. And then get ready to leave for the next <laughs> I think that's the closest we'll get. We're just obliterated immediately once the snow wears off. <laughs> Imagine drinking several boxes of wine and not getting drunk, just thinking, boy, this tastes good. <laughs> and then a couple Penny's hours later, right fucking God. Uh, oh, Laura, when you go back and finish packing, uh, Daniel walks in and pulls a cigarette out from in between his pectoral muscles and offers it to you. My son of Barra now? Just kidding. <laughs> Pexig. We talk better than the smoke. I will say, if his, if his if his pecs are so big that they can completely hide a cigarette, that's pretty goddamn impressive. He's got a pretty good strength for Like a brick shit house. Yeah, it's um, a shame about the personality. He's secretly a fourth orc, and he's just fucking stacked. <laughs> After a moment of silence, uh, Penny pulls out a wand of sending, hands it to Gina. Now look, Teresh and I don't get along. At least that's what I tell people. But I know, and I'm speaking for you, Teresha, so stop me if I'm incorrect. I never stopped you before. Not that I could. If you need anything, mercenary work becomes a little too much. Too much for you, but too much for, I don't know, everybody around you dying because they're incompetent. Mm. And you need a, a little a little help to keep your husband alive or something because he does something dumb or whatever. I, I'm just trying to say, if you need, if you ever want any help. Gina accepts the wand, doesn't really say anything for a second. And then uh, looks over at Penny and just gives her a big hug. Oh. oh. <laughs> Look, I know we haven't always gotten along, but Penny, you and I were... We're cut from the same cloth. I I think so. I think you get it. Yeah. They're both middle-aged women who haven't quite gotten what they've wanted out of life, but have just taken that in two different directions. <laughs> yeah. Big hug for Penny. Pretend, you know. Gina's pretending she's not crying, but obviously. We all know. And to Rachel. Come here, you. Well, I hope you uh, find people who want to watch Bridesmaids with you. Actually, I did prepare you something of a gift package while we were getting drunk. <laughs> I, it's actually the uh, 4K version. And, oh my gosh. And I also now, I see it peeking at it every morning when I'm getting ready. Here, you can have this. And I hand you my little compact. Aww. Now, the brush might be a little bit big for your delicate features, so I included this one. It's like a, like a, it's like a zero, 0 model painting brush. Razor, you, you remember, I've read your palms. Watch out for that fella. Which one? You never told me which one. I told you there was a, a tall, dark, and handsome stranger out there for you. Oh, God, it's Galarian, tall, dark, and handsome. He's tall, dark, and horrifying. God damn it. Isn't he like a four-armed gargoyle or some shit? No, that's his You know what? That's Tere- his walking around place. Teresia, it's all, it's all a ruse. It's all something that I made up as a way to hide my insecurities. I love you, kid. And I give you a big old smooch right there on the cheek. Aww. Very tell, well. Well, we should probably hit the them. road before uh, we, we black out, so. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> tell the pierogi man who, uh... Well, he's actually over in the corner if you want to talk to him right now. Oh, that's fine. He's been he's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> he, had some bad, he had some bad pierogi. Yeah, he's still gone. Don't worry. He's just... He'll be back. Good luck, good luck to both of you. And Gina, you stay safe. I know the line of work you're going into uh, isn't always the most comfortable, but I think you... Uh, well, I've seen what you can do. Just stay near the back of the group, okay? Teresa, would I do it the other way? Don't ever, and promise me, you will never, ever attempt to actually use that crossbow in a combat situation. 
No, but you know, Charlie did, has been teaching me this uh, new concept of guns and shooting people in the face. Poor shitty ass. <laughs> I just wanted to make a joke about Teresa getting shot in the face. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it, but thank you. <laughs> you wouldn't. You didn't see it happen. I don't have any memory of the event because my brain was destroyed. <laughs> I also don't remember the number three. Yeah, that's gone. Stay, stay away from, stay away from guns, kid. And I forgot the touch of a woman. <laughs> oh, he's coming down. You can ask him now. Uh, what is going on? Well. Okay. Charlie, Charlie. I'm, I'm I'm leaving. Well, I mean, I'm staying. You're leaving. Just as you as you go along with these these ladies, uh, please just stay satiated. Oh, and don't worry, Gina has got some people in line to keep an eye on the pierogi stand while we're gone, saving a mystical forest queen. Oh yeah, absolutely. There might be a little bit of a whole like fence situation, but uh, your pierogi stand will be right as rain when you get Hey, back. just as long as the people are getting their pierogies, that's all I'm in the business for. Well, you know, you said you serve three customers a day. I'll make sure all three of them get pierogies. That's what I'm talking about. And this is why, Gina. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Gina tips her hat to Charlotte if she had a hat, but it's just her giant beehive hair. And this is where I'll put in the old Danny Boy segment for Gina. Excellent. Hit the road, Jack. Be sure to like have a recap, especially this part where I talk about how gnomes lay eggs. That is canonical now. I'm, I'm sure that definitely made an episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So how how do you want to travel? Oh, work. Fufu. Where are we going? My chimp. Let's go. If you want to go to Nutellersburg first. That would be fine. You could also stop off in the Long Shadow if you want, because um, I know Penny's been the Long Shadow. Well, if it's describing me well enough, I can teleport there. I've greater teleport now, so. Right. So, I mean, you guys want to just jump straight to New Tollers? Uh, are, are you? Uh, hear me out, Derek, and mm-hmm. you can cut this out. But do we think we should stop by Long Shadow first? That mayor gives uh, me some bad vibes sometimes. Um, the only thing I can think of that's in. Long well, I have three second, seventh level spells. They're all, because I'm an arcanist, they all have to be greater teleport. So I'm going to go one greater teleport to Long Shadow. We'll stop by, say hi to the mayor I hate, and then we'll go to the Sailor's Uh Sarah's also there with uh, Theodore. So I guess um, that's Teddy. the other. Well, yes, Laura, would you like to see your other child? <laughs> the one you are trying to patch things up with. I'll, take that, as, I'll take that stony silence as a yes. <clears throat> Also, I'm not technically here unless you come get me because I'm talking. Oh, no, we're yelling very loudly. This conversation's been at like 45 decibels. I'm upstairs with my son. That's weird. So, uh, Mom, you're you're going off on another grand adventure, huh? Yes, those damn fae that crippled your father. They've got some MacGuffin or something, and we're going to have to go put them down. So we can get a MacGuffin so we can get a MacGuffin or something. I don't know. That dwarf kept prattling on. Greenleaf keeps talking about MacGuffins, but I think that's just from his Irish Boston roots. I think it was a Celts player from the 70s. He's talking about weed. Pesh? It's Pesh in that, isn't it? Uh, mother, you shouldn't no, know about Pesh. I don't. That's why I'm misphrasing it. Oh, good. So and it's... So, so you wouldn't recognize the smell of it, right? No, I imagine. Why? I I just like to talk yeah. about. I just like to talk to people yeah, about things they know what they smell like. <laughs> Have you ever smelt a strawberry? Yes. Well, then I'll put you in the strawberry column of my journal I keep. Kill him now, Laura. Boy, right. <laughs> well, Daniel. I suppose you'll be heading back to. Uh, uh, he's he's rubbing he's rubbing his foot into the ground like he's stamping out some kind of small uh, uh, paper substance that might have been lit on fire. Start fires on door. But he's trying to. Although this is a dwarven structure, it's probably all stone. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Oh, this this is a small enough fire where it's fine, mother. Don't don't you concern yourself. It's yeah, it's kind it's of like a kind of like one of Gina's cigarettes, except. Uh, different. It does smell different. But oh, that- now I can put you in, in the the pesh scent of my. <laughs> Just kidding. This kid's gotten weird as fuck. 
It's yeah, just I don't a know. Stick. How am I supposed to incorporate this into his character whenever Laura never dies? <laughs> oh, it's a drug addict, just like drugs. I don't want to do that. You can make him addicted to Pash, it's fine. Just a stoner, stoner dr- ranger. Hey, if you don't want your kid to smoke weed, then don't introduce him to somebody from Boston. This has been a public service <laughs> announcement. Yeah, no, no, you're a ranger of... Dear Boston listeners, we're sorry. Yeah, no, you, you're a young man, you worship Calistria, then you grow up, get some responsibilities, and it's right back to the old stag lord. I'm sorry, my son worships what? Don't worry about it. I don't feel comfortable with all this new lore that Daniel's just getting out of the blue here. <laughs> uh, anyway, mother... Um, yeah. yeah, back to things that make sense. I guess we'll... Ah, oh, fuck. This will keep up with running the militia. Oh, yes, you do have a better head for that than me. Well, if you see Sarah before you go on your, your little adventure, let her know that I say hi and don't touch the good shit in the top drawer, please. She'll know what that means. I'm sure, because I don't. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll let her know. Uh, one more thing before... One, one more yeah. thing before you go, Mom. Um, you remember the time that I lost all my powers? Yes. And I'm pretty sure I accidentally lost it. Sorry about that again. Oh, I don't remember if I knew that or not. I'm pretty sure we talked about it because I was like, I think I did the bad. Because we went and saw a priest about it. As you yeah, do whenever your child stops being uh, productive and good at the thing that they're normally good at, go see a priest immediately. Oh, two F- probably started right after I was taken captive here two, three weeks ago. These weird dreams. For the first couple of them, the only thing I could really remember from them is a greenish haze. And then they became more intense, and I could see images. A lot of times I... Forget most of it except for, you know, bits and snippets of tiny little images, but almost all of them, Mom, are the same-ish. It's always me looking, and there's... It, it, it looks like here. It looks like Nermathos almost, but it's just hazed in a green. This most recent one was the most troubling and they're just too similar to assume it's just mere coincidence. This time I saw um, Mr. Mr. Gorgug and Mr. Jacques and Miss Cyrix uh, all together sitting around a campfire planning something, and it was like I was there with them. Very, very strong-looking bow off my back and kind of pointed out some of the features to them, and and I put it back and I kind of just woke up. I, I don't know what it means, if anything, if it's prophetic or if I just need more sleep, ironically, but I thought you should know. That is strange. Do you know what kind of bow it was? There was elven writing on the side, I believe, but I don't, I couldn't recognize it, no. It's definitely a longbow, one like Father would have used. My father always wanted an elf bow, but I don't remember what it was. Do you, do you think that... Hmm. Well, strange. I hope Cyrix isn't dead. Oh, that makes one of us. Penny, you're drunk. Go downstairs. downstairs. No. He's just, the entire group has wandered upstairs and it's just listening. I'm sorry, I'll get out of this food. Ah, pops up. <laughs> sus, That's pretty sus. Oh, that's pretty sus, sis. God damn it. Don't call me sis. I am not. I'll, I'll, I'll think about these things. Before I leave, I might head to the priest of Verastil, see what, see if they can make any anything from it. But, uh, yeah, well, I guess I should be letting you go, and I should go to do some packing for myself. It, while you all are, aren't here, it doesn't seem wise for me to stay much longer. Unless I gotta whip some trucks into shape. Do be careful, they have four arms. I give him a big hug and I tell him to be careful. Goodbye, mother. And good luck. Same to you, son. And, and as as he leaves, Teresa does that thing after five bottles of wine, where as he walks out the door, she's like, see you later, Daniel. She's, as she's twirling uh, her hair between her fingers. 
Well, you know, Cyrix is death, but we don't know with... Mm-hmm. But no, stay away from my son. I'll kill you. You uh, can try. You have seen me kill multiple things. I will That's kill true. you. And it won't be a fair fight either. It'll just be a rock while you're sleeping. Don't try to vital strike me. Because remember, I can always block one arrow around for free. So you all pop into long shadow as the day goes on. Uh, does anybody have any like super pressing business here? Is there a church by Omade in town? Uh, I'll head to the mayor's office. I think there's a... Yeah, because I let you do letters and long shadows. In yeah, I'll, I guess I'll go check in and see if the issues President Cragadon are also present here. Uh, that's I'm actually dig a hole in the ground and crawl in it. It's actually boarded I'm up. Telling you, he's not a person. He's got to be something. Yeah, boarded up, locked. Somebody passing by tells you that something went wrong, and all of the acolytes and clerics moved on to a larger city. And that's where we leave Teresa staring at a boarded-up church Wyoming day. It probably went up to uh, Tal then, he would assume. Uh, Penny, you go to the mayor's office. Is he in there? Yeah, along with three doppelgangers. Oh, fuck. You could probably sell them, Penny. Not fucking doppelgangers again. I will summon an ape in there and just walk. <laughs> ape. Oh, God! Goku, you're alive again! Whoa, whoa, buddy. Holy, I can make those kind of jokes. That's a dumb player. I don't actually go to the okay. mayor's office, sorry. Oh, now I'm sad. Goku is dead. I mean, we could do a long, uh, a long or conversation, Laura, with uh, Sarah and Theo if you want, or... Does Theo have to be there? I mean, no. In fact, he could be dead again if you want. No. <laughs> this is for not. Galarian has the stupid fucking pocket watch. Sun's no longer a superhero. <laughs> still dead. And this piece of shit hobgoblin. So, so you find Sarah... It's good to see you, Mother. Uh, have, you, have you seen Daniel recently? I haven't seen him since he left. I have, actually. We just teleported here from uh, Kragadon. He says hello. If you see him before I do, tell him I've kept the good shit safe. He'll he know did, what that means. He did also say stay away from the good shit in the top shelf, I think is what he said. Oh, uh, yes, I I haven't touched it. He, Theo wants to, but you know Druids. I still don't know what it means. He won't tell me. He said something, and while he was stubbing something on the ground, and we were indoors, and there was smoke, and it smelled funny. I don't understand. Oh, he was probably just doing the thing with the smell journal. Don't worry. And then was. She went- <laughs> doing the smell journal. I don't remember him having that. Oh, oh probably freshman year. <laughs> Dumbest fucking shit you've ever done, Dirk. <laughs> um, so, where are you off to next? <sighs> Nowhere fun. We're going into deep fangwood. We're going to have to go deal with some evil fae. Is Penny going to drop you off at uh, home first? Yes, that's probably going to be our striking out point. We've stopped here to regroup and maybe grab some supplies before we head out. I imagine New Tullersburg doesn't have uh, plus five bows. You'd be surprised. They're probably fairly wealthy after all the militia checks they've done in your absence. Also, with a greater teleport, we would have gone to the Taldom capital for a little bit of a spending spree, just in case. My home yeah, fine. But we just We just casually popped over to what is it? Opry? Opera? Apara? Apara. Ha, I, I know think, how to pronounce Pathfinder. I think most of everything is probably going to be in Krogodon, but if you, yeah, you can use one of them to do that. Um, but, I mean, but yes, we, uh, we're just here for a little bit, and I wanted to say hi before we run off on another adventure. Uh, if you don't mind, and she can spare it, uh, the uh, urban lifestyles become a bit too cramped for me, and it's been hard to train on my druidly magics. Uh, would you mind taking me and Theo along with you soon? I don't necessarily know how the magic works, but we can definitely ask. Sounds good. If if not, we can walk. But how many druids do that thing where you slide on earth? It's really cool. Not, also, not, I have, have seen you turn into a bird before. 
Well, I think we, we can flap too, mother. Bitch. As the crow flies <laughs> faster than walking. <laughs> I guess that's true. But I'm pretty sure we'll be able to teleport, and if not, I'll bully Penny. Which will be a dangerous affair. She's grown in power. She's very insane and unstable, but not as unstable as this new man we've met. His name's Charlie, but it's not the Charlie that we left with. Unfortunately, he died. This new Charlie, look out the window there. He's dug a hole in the middle of the road and he's just laying in. I'm telling you. He's like wagons coming by. Just like hit me on the head. I'm trying to sleep in this hole, and every time I'm just like, you know, you know, mother. I know me and you have had some disagreements over the past couple weeks. Uh, obviously, we're past most of them, but I've got to say, allowing yourself with two Charlies in a row might be the stupidest thing you could ever do for the sake of proper storytelling. Look, I don't, I don't necessarily ally myself. Whatever that thing is, I'm telling you, it's not a human. It's got to be an outsider. Too chaotic. It has explosion sticks. He calls them guns. Not boomsticks. I suppose one could call them that as well. Anyway. Okay. But how is uh your teacher? Oh, he's pregnant. Yeah. And that's the end of our broadcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I do want you to leave it on that, please. <laughs> Let's have a very long pregnant pause and then that's the end of our break. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try I'll try to work it into <laughs> I'll try to work it in. Oh, he's he's doing well. Like like I said, he's uh having trouble concentrating and training here. Uh he seems a bit more twitchy than he used to, but I assume that's just him being around town folk and whatnot. So if we can get back to, to the woods, maybe maybe it'll go better. I still wonder if you might tell me how you accomplished what you did. You're going to have to be more specific. Oh. Like that. <laughs> the resurrection of my mentor. <sighs> you see, he was dead once, Mama. I was there for the incident, yes. Well, uh, it's not easy, but uh, there's a particular villain running around that's uh, gathering magical items that unfortunately I did not know it at the time. Uh, but in exchange for your father's old pocket watch, uh, he agreed to resurrect. What is, what's the guy's name? Because I don't want to keep referring to him as your teacher. I will give him the respect of a name. Theodore. Theodore. Theo or Teddy or Uncle Chuck. Oh. Uh, the uh, He did, for in exchange for your father's old pocket watch, he did agree to resurrect uh, Theodore. <clears throat> Little did I know that that was somehow also tied to... Uh, some kind of divine conspiracy that your father was somehow tied up in and your brother lost his powers because of it. It's been a thing. Daniel's getting stronger again, though, so that's good. I'd say so. <laughs> You're not here, and if you were, I would immediately grapple you. <laughs> no, please. I would next build. Ooh, well, that is certainly a lot to think about. You're telling me. I didn't even really find out until later. But I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that he's alive and you're still learning your druid ways, so that whenever I pass away, you you can replace me as a level fourteen druid. Based on your <laughs> rolls, it'll be sooner than later. I guess I'll go tell Theo, and he can pack if you give us half an hour, maybe. You know us druids; we don't have much stuff. I don't really know druids, but I'll take your word for it. Good night, bye, mother, and good luck. We're probably going to see each other again in like 30 minutes. I don't know why you're being so dramatic, but very good. Penny! We're leaving in 29 minutes! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most Derek joke you've ever made. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> Thank you so much. No. much. I've been holding it in so hard. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I do need to know, Penny. How many people can you teleport? Oh, uh, with Greater Teleport, I can teleport everybody in our group and no one more. But if I teleport somewhere, teleport back here, and then with a regular teleport, and then teleport back to where I teleported originally, I can grab another four people. Why don't we just stick them in the bag of holding? Because um, still going to people they count as people for my spell. 
Penny, let's be clear about one thing as you approach Teresia outside the uh, outside the boarded up church of Iomade, as uh, Penny, uh, as Teresia is quickly finishing off a cigarette. Penny, I want to be clear about one thing before I ask you to do what I'm going to ask you to do. I don't fully trust you, but sometimes circumstance makes odd bedfellows. I don't fully know what that means, but my instructor used to always say that. I actually do know what that means. If you would remember the texts, I have a day's work with Asmodeus. Yes. Against Ravagok. But yes. go on. I think you're going on the same vein of thought. I'm going to ask you for two things. One, I'm going to take you shopping. And two, you're going to give me 150 gold pieces because there's something I have to show you. It's 15 platinum, okay. Okay. So basically... We go to a magic shop, because I don't think this is on your scroll list. If it is, let me your spell list. I'm I'm going to make you buy and use a scroll of share memory. And I'm going to... Well, actually, I, I can probably cast this. It's, it's a second it's level. Okay, the only thing is I think it has to be... It's one it's one way, from the caster to the person. So either way, like I can cast it on UMD check, almost guaranteed. The second level wizard spell. And because Derek's not here, fuck him, it works. Penny, I'm going to show you something that I saw after I um, passed down in the crypt. And I want you to tell me, through all the things you've done in your no doubt sordid past, if you can make heads or tails of it. And I will show you the memory of what I saw when Galarian confronted me in the realm of Iomade. So I take your hand and I pull out the scroll and unroll it with one hand and I cast the spell. And as it goes up in flames, I apply my thumb to your forehead. What do I see? You see me traveling as a soul, but perhaps a potential petitioner to the realm of the good gods. Uh, and then you dare can intersperse that piece of dialogue where a weird voice I do not recognize implies that he's done something horrible to Iomade in retribution for past sins. And I think his voice would sound very familiar to us because I think we heard it when he was a gargoyle man down the pits of uh, Longshadow. And he takes the thumb off of Teresia's head and thinks for a second, kind of grabs her chin. Well, if this truly is a being that can get rid of Iomade, the Shining Crusader, Defender of Good, Harbiter of Humanity, Herald of Eridan, then one would think all is lost. Yet we live. Yet you have powers. Indeed. Which means something is left of Iomade. Yes, at least within me, as you saw in Kragadon, perhaps, and as you're seeing now at this shuttered temple, the other followers are not as lucky. Their powers are being diminished or even cut off completely. That's why they're fleeing to the bigger temples. I've seen this a few times. Often, it usually, well, it only happens whenever... A, god, a deity, a god, or a goddess, they, they take away the powers of somebody um, for some, some reason. Maybe in this case, Diamond can't handle all the worshippers and could possibly be... Diamond hmm. could be hedging her bets on you. And that's why you have powers even after, well, according to your vision, Galarian got rid of wiping the sweat off my brow Penny I think what we're doing now is all tied into this somehow it's too much of a coincidence that I would come here investigating the prophecy of the heralds meet a herald have these visions I think somehow the iron fang has to be tied into this I mean whenever progress is lauded as an ideal often it is usurped by some malicious force and possibly this ideal of owning their own country and land has allowed for nefarious ideas, nefarious entities to almost step in front of Malthoon's arm chopped off, mm. so to say. Well, regardless, Penny, you know more of magics than I ever could, so that's why I shared this with you. Although, well, of course, I would appreciate if we don't talk about this too much. Obviously... <laughs> It could be damaging if the wrong people knew of it. One thing weird I also felt, I I tried to figure out what this sword meant. The same call to coincidence. Troubling times. Well, very well, I believe we have a, uh, a family to teleport. Yes, and I have to teleport multiple <clears throat> times. It's rather annoying. 
I'll pack a lunch. Uh, so Penny drops you off at the gates of New Tolersburg. Fire. Uh, several of you haven't seen it before, um, but Laura has. And uh, you walk in, uh, groups of people uh, walk outside a little uh, alarmed, establishing the, or because of the pop of the teleport spell. Um, uh, but you all walk in, and Raina, the, uh, the cleric from the church where you watched that old, old man die. I'd do it again. You, you watched the old man die? You would do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Raina walks up to you and kind of like gives an apprehensive look to everybody in the party who's not Laura. Slowly kind of figure out what's going, what's going on. And she runs up to Laura and it hugs her. And it might be awkward for Laura, but Raina don't care. This is how it's more for Raina instead of Laura. It's been so long. I assume probably not so great either. Oh, you know, Siege of Long Shadow. Had to go underground for a few months to go meet dwarves. <sighs> it's been a time. I always imagined myself meeting a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's when you look up and. You know that scene from Mulan where they sing, I'll make a man out of you, and it abruptly ends? Because uh, everyone was dead? Yeah. It's not like that at all. Uh, it's, oh. <laughs> you know, I just said it's an end, it's on fire. But now... Uh, the town's running well, actually. They've added some new buildings, and it seems like it's functioning more as like a... Not a huge town, but one that's sustainable. Um hmm. They've, not just a, not just a slightly run down ranger fort. They've they've cleared out some of the trees and there's room for fields and whatnot now. She says it's all it's all going well. Um, not as good as Fandar, obviously, but we'll make do eventually. We'll make our way back. But <laughs> there is one thing I think you should see. And she kind of waves you over. Oh, poor thing must have exhausted herself trying to make it here. She's been asleep for more than a day. She whispers in her sleep every once in a while, but not loud enough for anybody to hear, but Who is it? I think I think you should see. <clears throat> she gestures you to a, a a small cottage in the like left or left side of the the tents where the room where you all found uh, the hobgoblin woman's notes were. And, and she kind of she smiles and opens the door for you and you walk in and in the bed is none other than Samana no just kidding it's Cyrix I was about to be like huh that's kind of a weird uh, and kinda, I see that take a moment uh, look back out see Penny like angrily glaring <laughs> at all the peasants I'm just like hey Penny Yes, I'm sorry, I just cast a teleport for the fifth time today. <laughs> I think uh, I think it'll be worth it. Guess who's in this cottage? I don't want to. Let me get to Raisha. She she'd punch me again if I didn't. Raisha! What? Raisha over here, come now. I'm trying to teach this child women self-defense. What do you need, Penny? I don't need no self-defense. I can punch real good. I kick the child. Thank you, little Tug Devita. Uh, oh, Rufus. Oh, God. Oh, God. There's, the someone, there's someone in that house that you need to kill quickly. Friend or foe? As I have um, my hand on my blade. Friend, it's Cyrix. You two are so dramatic. I draw the blade. Uh, hold on. You man. left me once, Harold. You won't leave me again. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird heel turn. I, I go inside and lock the door. <laughs> And I start lightly tapping, so you need to wake up and fucking I, I came up with a plan while you were gone to make sure I get to Cyrix, keep it Cyrix, like jerks away when Laura taps her. looks <laughs> up. It's like, oh, Laura, I think Theo's pregnant. And that's <laughs> the end of our broadcast week. Bump, 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 bump,
This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Thank you.